Galarians, colon, Rion. Release July 3rd, 2004. The knockoff Resident Evil game no one asked for. I'm Delamento. <laughs> I'm Nick Nundall. And I'm Alex Damrath. And this is Attract Mode. And me? Huh. Well, I'm the bird man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. What, what is Galarian's? You tell me, motherfucker. You're the one that wanted to watch this. <laughs> I, I, I have joined you on this auspicious day because I am unironically a fan of this game. Uh, I, I have a, a weakness... A soft spot for for bad tank control uh, adventure games from like the early PS One era, and this is mm-hmm. like up there as far as um the worst. <laughs> no, 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 actually, well, okay, the best, uh, yeah. worst. <laughs> yeah, it 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 hits all of the marks of Resident Evil, and right it, some some of them a little too on point. Uh, for instance, the incredibly cheesy dialogue and bad storytelling yeah. um, is is <laughs> ever present in the game as much as it is in this movie. Uh, I was very interested to see that it had a movie because I don't think it sold too well. But I mean, it did pop up in that era where everyone was like making Resident Evil clones because Resident Evil was like the big game at the time. Um, mm-hmm. The game itself was out in 99. And uh, yes, while this OVA did release in America in 04, the OVA released in Japan in 02. Uh, so it's an interesting time jump between. I, I want to say that like lines up with the sequel because there was a PS2 uh, Galarian sequel that but that's I have also not, not played. That's not unheard of, of yeah. media from Japan getting released way later. Did the 04 release coincide? What's wild to me is that this aired on MTV2 as like somebody just clicking on the TV and seeing this and what their experience would have been. Did that, was it like a uh, DVD release first or did that was that the premiere I remember when MTV was real, man, when they showed like actual music videos and also Galarians. I mean, mean, this movie was basically a series of music videos, so I don't think that's far off. I think one of my most prevailing thoughts throughout this was was going back to a um, a YouTube documentary by the the uh, oh, what's a good way to describe him? But just like incredibly good YouTube documentary man, uh, Captain (laughs) Christian on the nature of importing anime into the west and how disney when they had the rights to basically be the sole distributor of studio ghibli movies insisted Mm. that there had to be a lot more music because western audiences need music to understand what the emotion of the scene is Mm. where in (laughs) their uh, home releases the ghibli movies have a lot less they're very muted very subtle um, this definitely carried us with a very specific mood of 
angsty 12 year old boy yeah <laughs> I, I, I kept thinking back to that every time a new slipknot song a new uh <laughs> what else do we got going on here Fear the, factory the, thankfully the wikipedia article on this film does list all of the bands that they pulled yeah. in well because do. apparently the dvd came with a 14 track soundtrack of oh, all of incredible. these bands yeah uh, um, so yeah slipknot skinny puppy edema godhead godhead yeah. sorry seven dust fear factory and andy hunter um i only know like two of those the two that we've said <laughs> earlier <laughs> slipknot and fear factory the awful thing is that 12 to 14 year old me would have loved all of the bands in this movie <laughs> and probably would have thought this movie was the coolest thing yeah this is definitely so indicative of like an early aughts emo goth yeah vibe. Uh, it's so bad <laughs> it's really bad but yeah it's it is of its time for sure yes um, i would have loved it i would have gone nuts if i discovered <laughs> this at that age but so wild that it does not contain the crown jewel of lincoln park in its uh yeah. esteemed roster because <laughs> that's the the like points of authority music video for Lincoln Park. I I almost thought that music was about to start playing in the very first seconds of this film. Like I was like, man, this feels exactly like that video. Uh, and it, it it you know it rolled into some other new metal you know yeah. butt core <laughs> yeah. stuff. But it it uh yeah it absolutely like I I was shocked that there wasn't any and disappointed honestly because. <laughs> another bad thing about me is that i used to love lincoln park and still have a lot of nostalgic love for it uh, well, the, even with, today and this this could be the last thing so we could actually get into the movie but i mean yeah. it seems the fact that it was on mtv and has the playlist the the soundtrack that it does makes sense because that era of mtv that's the television you know the actual mm-hmm. non-music video stuff they showed was all well, this Earmarked. was MTV Two, which in around that time was still mostly music videos. Sure, but but like yeah. the MTV, like you know, uh, name was associated. You know, you have like Beavis and Butthead or Daria, and those yes, all had yes. songs of whatever the high topping chart music was of the time was then interlaced mm. into those shows from what i understand i i was yeah. never a mtv guy so I they can't. were always like off mark right so like we and butthead had a lot of metal that was like the top of metal but was still not you know like a pop hit kind of thing right sure. like it was still you know uh is enough so that you could feel cool by watching it and be like yeah i like the real shit you know <laughs> well let's get into it let's get into the movie yes, yes. is a story about drugs yes <laughs> and scene that's it yeah uh, <laughs> thanks for coming we, it is literally about drugs we don't know if it is for or against them <laughs> it's it's yeah, pretty unclear it, it's, it's weird i think given it, it felt like the one line that felt anti-drug felt so tacked on and, yeah. and at the end there that i feel like in its process of coming over to america they were like okay we have to make sure this includes an anti-drug message even uh, if, i like, think it was probably exactly what you're saying it, it was put in there because the movie he uses drugs so much they were like we need to say something negative about drugs to balance right. that out uh, uh, um, yeah 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 that's what it felt like so our, our protagonist is this this super psionically charged you know uh psycho powered human teenager yes. exactly uh who who gets more powerful or less powerful depending on what drugs he injects himself with right um and 
And I think what the movie's really, really about, even though that is a major theme in it, is a, a rebellion movie, right? It's all about like, you know, doing what is right in your heart, not what's right according to law and society or whatever anyone else says. Yeah. yeah. Or, or your uh, parents. Yeah. Right. It, it, exactly. It is a very angsty uh, rage against the machine, quite literally, uh, story. Um, yes, that's true. It, it plays extremely close to what the game's plot is down to several beats. Um, I think I, down to the fact that the the what we saw was extremely low budget CG mm-hmm. um, that felt like pre rendered cutscenes that would have been in directly the game. what you would see in a PS one game yeah like when the cutscene comes up this is what would be on screen right uh so it's it's Rion waking up in a hospital it's uh there's a scientist who's like oh no how could he be waking up oh. Dylan, you wrote the exact line down. I need you we to reference. Him, we gave him a major dose of the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Nondescript <laughs> drugs. I love that they yeah. never give it a name. Yeah. Do they give it a name in the they, game? They only yeah, give yeah. a name one time in the movie to a special drug that I don't believe we even see him take. They, they name like three like, of them. Like, like, like Rion asked that guy for three specific drugs, which are exactly what they that's are. That's right. The he does yeah. ask for them by name. You're right. It's, it's uh, like then, Red, Nalcon, and Short. Um, skimp is the one that was going to kill him. He says Skip. Okay. The drug <laughs> yeah. dealer is like, here's the special one. It's called Skip. Uh, I, I'm going to take this opportunity because I haven't had one before to talk a bit about the mechanics of the game. Uh, what makes What sets Galarians apart from like other... Uh, it's it's compatriots in the PS1 tank control adventure genre uh, is it's got this pretty cool combat system where in the more damage you deal and the more damage you take you fill up this stress meter uh, and it also fills up very slowly on its own but essentially engaging with combat builds up this this eventually you're going to short circuit timer um, when it hits you short which causes you to move very slowly, causes your health to steadily drain, but also any enemy near you just explodes instantly. Um, like, you deflect all bullets and damage and they just they just pop as soon as you walk close to them. Uh, so it can be beneficial right. to short, but it's also, uh, it, it makes you particularly vulnerable and like about to die if you don't have a specific drug in your back pocket, which uh, depletes the stress meter. Um, oh, we saw all of that in this movie, so they accurately portrayed exactly what you're describing, it sounds like. In the game, does the character complain about having a headache almost constantly? <laughs> uh, so when you short, you do get like a, it's not a full cutscene, but your character will play a canned animation of him grabbing his head and going, ah, he like screams. Uh, oh, and this, the, and the screen does was this filled. wibbly wobbly uh, effect that uh, doesn't get old at all. Um and and yeah, and then and then the short happens and, and you just blow through a couple of guys. So skip is a rare drug that if you take it immediately causes you to short. Um but more importantly you want to like hang on to I think it's like Nalcon, uh, which is what re- like depletes the stress meter, what brings mm. you back from the, the short state. And there no there's no gunplay in this game, it's just you shooting off Right. fireballs okay. uh your your weapons are all psychic powers you have fire you have force push and you have uh lift them into the air um which are all just like different flavors of doing damage it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter which one you pick most of the time 
Yeah, I've certainly seen that way in the the movie because he uses fire like constantly and is like, oh, this works great <laughs> until <laughs> until he gets to a couple of characters who it doesn't. Yeah, they're yeah. like, nope, fire's not not gonna work on us. But pretty sure Rion is a pyromaniac from yeah. what I witnessed in this movie. Right. It was just the most effective thing. Everyone he lit on fire for the first half of the movie just completely died instantly. Yeah. yeah. It, even if it like doesn't kill enemies, most of the time it will have them writhing on the ground being on fire. So it's like a good way to avoid combat is just to like quickly, ah, you're on fire now and like run away kind of thing. Mm. Um, that said, again, like it doesn't tend to matter which power you pick because the force push will also knock them down for a good second or two. Um, gotcha. Right. Yeah. So, so Rion uh, goes, he, he busts out of this, this kind of containment chamber he's in. He goes haywire. He does all the things Alex is talking about. He, he shows his prowess with psycho power and mm-hmm. ignites people. He uses his power too much and short circuits, which then just kind of like kills all the people around him. And it's all just I like the one guy who just like is like died basically i posed and then fell over like a like a slowly <laughs> crumbling building um <laughs> yeah um and it's it's him just trying to get out of this facility that is containing him for some reason it, right. the movie keeps it pretty vague at at the beginning here in terms yeah. of like character motivations yes. things of that sort um but he does get to like this well, big it, it, an- antechamber I should say it it presents it as if he fully has amnesia. He doesn't even know his name until a disembodied voice tells him his name. And he says, are you saying that's who I am? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like all of those typical anime protagonists, like, I don't know anything about what is going on. Voice, I have to Uh, repeat the thing that you just said back to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's an amnesiac. He's uh, dealing with waking up with amnesia. Uh, (laughs) Waking up with amnesia and superpowers is, you know. In every a other week facility <laughs> where they keep giving him drugs and also they're shooting at him uh yeah it eventually runs into a computer which um i i highlighted at one point during my, my playthrough of the game was very funny because it's like i think the computer at that point in the game is like asking you these questions and you have to answer like sat questions to, to verify <laughs> your identity so for this one he just like used the psychic powers on it and it tells him <laughs> yeah. oh this is who you are these are your parents this is your home address <laughs> he, it was like spell your first name and he did yeah. and then what is your password and he just screams <laughs> screaming at it for <laughs> such a prolonged amount of time and that worked yeah that's it's a good password yeah uh, you have to have a- at least this much lung capacity to hack my security <laughs> yeah he's been approached by dr rem uh or dr lem i i forget which one it is specifically but it is one of those i think they said rem in the thing yeah um but he he holds a a gun to his head which uh if you're familiar with the games it's like the gun that injects you with drugs it's not um it's not a bang bang oh he says as much that's right hey Uh, hey, alex hey alex yeah no one's gonna be familiar with this game (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's a really good point yeah i had never heard of this game before today so uh but so here's my question alex for you Mm why the drug gun <laughs> what <laughs> because because <I> don't know. <laughs> because he was literally going to shoot him with a gun that gives him more power and and then he resisted being shot in this scene only to start 
be well he used fire and burned the guy's skin off turns out the guy's a robot underneath big right. reveal looks like a terminator pretty cool uh but then the the robot gets the best of him and is like choking him out or something or gr- squeezing his skull i think and uh he picks up the gun and shoots himself so that he will uh short circuit and <laughs> limit yeah, break overload. or whatever yeah, right. yeah yeah but like wouldn't that have happened had the other guy shot him in the first place I, I my understanding is Dr. Rem was not expecting Rion to be able to handle it, I guess. Or no. Okay. okay. Well, he found he, the he other has, drug. He has the now yeah, the, the one that would save him in his pocket yes. that he pulls the, out and like after it after he does the shorting to blow up Dr. Rem. So there is a chance of short circuiting killing you in the movie fiction at least. Right. And in the game. I think okay. it's I think it's yeah. almost guaranteed that it was going to kill him. He was just able to withstand it for long enough to kill okay dr robot man and then inject himself with the anti-serum to okay get so him it's out not of the short like circuit. you short circuit right. and then you kind of like ease out of that and go through withdrawal and that kind of thing right <laughs> you, right okay 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 all right you must use that too and i do want to point out he has in this movie the same walking stick that he does in the game which is just like which? it's got his this the shoe on the bottom <laughs> A matching, a matching shoe to his pair of shoes, but yes. scaled down like toddler sized, very teeny <laughs> like tiny a doll's shoe, like a doll spat on the on the bottom of the stick, and it's just it's perfect. I thought I was hallucinating at first because they do the shot of his feet and two feet step in frame. Like, and All right, it's a third foot, shoe, smaller foot. It was so like, confusing. Oh my god! <laughs> and and who he's a robot, but presumably like a sentient robot. Yeah, he he chose that for himself, or yes. somebody else Look. designed him to have that. Hey, like man, I, you don't I, know I, which I choose in to the fiction. He wanted the tiny shoe. Walking don't stick. Yeah. don't don't knock fashion. Don't knock right. a man or robot man's fashion. <laughs> I just love shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this <sighs> so he gets the the Terminator gets exploded. Uh, yeah. Rion escapes after learning uh, the identity of his parents as well as their address. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we should string we should we should mention that he's being strung along this whole time by the voice of some disembodied girl yeah. who uh, woke him up from the the chamber originally and keeps calling out to him and he feels compelled to go find her so that's right. why he wants to go home is he's looking for clues to find her and, yeah and there's a mysterious attractive goth man wearing nothing but overall overalls uh, following yeah, him. That- that shirtless overalls look is—it's a, a hell of a choice. <laughs> uh, we we get a scene of him crushing Doctor Lem's robot head, Doctor Rem's robot head. Uh, mm. This is uh, even as a head, Rem is like, "Ah, you must put me back together," and and he's like, "Nah," and just blows him up for some reason, and and yep. laughs maniacally. Right, jo- Joker laughs his way out of the scene. Oh my god, his laugh is just the worst it is it like, is it is tremendously terrible <laughs> bargain bin <laughs> joker laugh that they use way too much throughout the course of this yeah well so, not too much longer yeah <laughs> wow spoilers dick <laughs> um so rion uh goes to his uh uh childhood home which is the uh called <laughs> you know uh easily referred to as the steiner house because mm-hmm. he Steiner. Is, steiner the they steiner house extra sh in there every time yeah because yeah. he is he is rion steiner steiner mm-hmm. like um this, 
this this whole story wanted so bad to be Resident Evil from from the get go, from its earliest origins. That we like, we start off in a bioweapons lab and we wind up in a mansion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, the slow creaking doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's goons following you at this point, or following Rion rather. Um, yeah, he's uh, exploring his home and experiencing flashbacks of his childhood, uh, of his parents being parents uh uh worrying being over him kind of weird sick. parents though right like yeah they're kinda. worried over him being sick but they're also like what if he spreads it to the girl we better get rid of him <laughs> right um <laughs> they're they're trying to split up him and some girl that he hasn't heard of before uh he gets flashbacks to finding his parents dead which is all weirdly focused on clocks i don't think that comes up again yeah i can't think in of the games yeah <laughs> uh they do talk about time at some point um, okay that's true but yeah it, it doesn't seem to play a pivotal role in the movie uh so yeah he's 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 walking around this house um getting the flashbacks learning more about what's happening he then gets attacked by what is the order here he gets attacked by the kind of faceless one of the goons. hat men yeah, yeah. faceless goons he has a shootout yeah. with them in uh their big lobby which is I say shootout, but they're just doing psychic attacks on each other. Right. Yeah. Setting a bunch of them on fire and running away. These are like guys in long trench coats and wide hats. They and, look like uh, Mr. X to me. Yeah. They look a lot yes. like Mr. X. Because they have very gray skin tones and yeah, just look mm-hmm. they're in, you know, old Dick Tracy type outfits. Yeah. Right. Uh there's a a floating short child uh that just kind of appears for a little bit here and there. He's got like an orange down jacket and a hairnet that isn't really a it's hairnet. It's a call him sure a child. Like I a wouldn't. He, he is a he's certainly got a childlike mentality. I don't think mm-hmm. of him as a child. He doesn't I read almost, as a child to me. Yeah. Oh well. I I he's but I mean he's like he's damaged right. There's he's he is yeah. childlike in his behavior, but I think he's someone older says than later he's like the kindest, sweetest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. It's it's very Metal Gear to me. It's like yes. an, annoyingly yeah, all so. All the psychic characters <laughs> yeah. are a little bit Metal Gear because he just um, kind of like yeah. floats out from the floor and just goes like wee ha and then just like disappears. <laughs> it's like okay, I guess that's a, a hint for yeah. things well, my favorite, to come. My favorite is when he is just talking to Birdman, uh, who they're I don't remember what they're talking about to be honest in that scene, but he just starts spinning in place and like there's no <laughs> animation to him yeah. at all other than the the whole body spin. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, he's like spinning a, a circle around his brother, which is what we find out that Birdman and him are yeah. are both uh, brothers what under brothers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um Birdman this being the shirtless, uh, shirtless man right. and yeah. the shirtless goth in overalls. As, yeah. as we learn later in this scene, um, or in, in this chapter of being in the mansion. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, he does introduce himself and says as much, I'm the Birdman. Uh, God. The Birdman's a character with crazy eyes. Uh, I think dylan said you he was like sephiroth meets the joker he's like sephiroth meets the joker but he also With, has king k rule eyes because yes, one of his eyes what, is like like way bigger than the other i think he also has, bugging out i think he also has heterochromia like i think they're his eyes are of different, different colors, colors. Yeah, yeah like that yeah um, um he's terrible the, i hate the, him the quality <laughs> of the version that we watched made certain details h- yeah. hard to decipher so Let's if that's just incorrect say, this is not an easy <laughs> movie to get access to especially if yeah. you want 
one with English uh, dubs. So yeah. we, we made do with what we could find. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to send us a copy of, of Galarian's on DVD. Please Alex, don't. Alex, you are the yeah. only one who wants yeah. this. <laughs> I would rather die than... <laughs> He sent a physical what? copy that's, of this that's terrible so harsh. movie. I, that's, a, that's a... I uh, own a copy of bad anime on DVD or uh, end my yeah. life. You yes. know? It's, it's, or it's just the exact present haunts me. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing uh, it's out there in the world and could someday be given what? to me. Here's the <laughs> thing. It's fear. like we're, we're trying to like walk people through the plot beats of this movie and they're yeah, so I think we should, hard. We should chunk it a little bit more. Yeah, and, because... Yeah. because even in the course of this scene, I mean, they're basically broken out in levels, right? Like he starts in the facility, then he goes to a mansion, mm-hmm. then he goes to some other locations. But even this area in the mansion, like the 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 the, the plot pyramid of this is just like Rion walks around. He complains about having a headache, then some new metal plays, then he gets into a psychic battle with some people. Yes. And then that repeats itself like three times. And then he goes to a new location and then it happens well, again. Well, he always learns yep. some piece of information at each step. Like, you know, he does those three fights and gets some new piece of information, moves on somewhere else, different right. music kicks up, three more fights, etc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. This is definitely a movie where being less like a video game probably would have helped it. A little bit, because yeah, it, it's much more like paced the same way. It it did feel the most like a video game out of out of the vast majority of what we watch on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like all the way through, I felt like I was experiencing a video game in a weird way. So I I don't I, I can't say that's to its credit, no, or it's to its benefit, but it mm-hmm. is to its credit. Maybe if that's what they were going for, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I think I think the irony here is it's a damned if you do damned if you don't kind of thing with yes. these video game movies because yes. it's like okay if you stay super uh uh true to the source material then people are gonna go well why am i watching this and not just playing the game but then if yes. you stray too far off the source material people are like well this isn't true to what i expected you get, you get the halo show from it yeah god <laughs> um and so what do, what do we learn? What's the big things here? He has his big fight with Birdman that ends this house. Uh, he learns chapter. that uh, the voice in his head is his quote unquote sister, or Lilia, Lilia, Lilia. Uh, mm-hmm. who has a virus in her brain um, because they couldn't put it in a machine. Yeah. Uh, well, what's the virus for? We, we learn. Yeah. Oh, of mother. course, of yeah. course. Uh, there's there's a supercomputer, an advanced AI named Dorothy. Um, yes. Yes. That's it. Uh, Dorothy was an AI created by Rion's dad and uh, his science partner. Um, Dorothy, unfortunately, learned what God was one day. Well, okay, <laughs> because Rion's he dad told her. apparently had a conversation <laughs> with Dorothy about theology. In, about theology, and it, Dorothy was like, "That sounds cool. I want to be one of those." Um, yeah, I do love <laughs> that as an origin for an AI like self awareness plot of just being like, "Wow, that." I should be that. Yeah. <laughs> like God, if that, that sounds yeah, cool. <laughs> like the AI is naive enough to fully believe in God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I mean, it, it seems like the creator of the AI also fully believed in God. Uh, so to that AI, God is a reality and that's just something you can do by creating because that is what right. the presentation of God is to right. the AI. The father's like, God created man 
Therefore, he has reign over man. Man created a machine. Therefore, he has reign over machine. So the AI says, well, if I create something, I have reign over it. And that's that tracks like that's such a good reason for an AI to go crazy. Yeah. Um, because it's logical, right? Like it, yeah. it's hard logic. Um, so I love that. And then, so the AI creates a sort of, you know, using humans as the base material creates a new species. It calls Galerians who are psionically powered humanoids. Right. Um, and that's where we are. That's, uh, the, only, yeah. that's the only change that humans really needed. Right. It's like, they're pretty right. much perfect. You just got to get yeah. some, some of that extra juice. Yeah, I need psychic exactly. warriors to lord over so that I can yeah. rule the world with I need, my yeah. new race of genetically superior humans. I need drug-dependent psionic warriors <laughs> to properly film this public service announcement. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> there's so, so we, we, we should go back to what you were saying about... Right. So, the- so essentially, there's a fail-safe that they yeah. built into Rion's sister, Lilia. Um, she has a virus that can kill Dorothy in her brain. And meanwhile, Rion has the activation script or the, the, the .exe that can run the, the virus code. Why uh, do these need to be in two separate people? <laughs> yes, I, big question there. I don't know. Why, um, <laughs> why, as I asked, does it need to be in a person at all? Because so your answer to that was, well, you wouldn't put it in a machine because this AI has is, is prior to godhood, yeah, yeah sort of dominion became, over machine, yeah, right. exactly. So that that tracks. Put it in a fucking turtle, <laughs> like don't <laughs> you don't need to t- take a child and make them a weapon in your fucked up war that you created by making an AI you didn't <laughs> ah, put fail safes on. But Nick, obviously you're not familiar with Japanese media and the <laughs> proclivity <laughs> to make children warriors right. in whatever fight. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of that. It, um, I I don't know if like they needed it to be them because of like galarian brain being more advanced and thus able to hold this data or code i so that's my other question i had i don't know if that ever gets explained in either of these interpretations of the galarian story but um but i do have a question around that which is does that mean and and we have to avoid a spoiler for the end here but does that mean that rion was originally a creation of the computer and so was lilia to have the psychic powers because we know Lilia has telepathy and we know Rion has all the powers we've talked about already. Uh, Rion, I think I called him Leon, which is uh, funny. <laughs> Does that help? Does that yeah. help? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's... In, in comparison to Resident Evil, it's funny. Uh, yeah, but, I really don't uh, know. <laughs> but, but yeah, like how did he have powers or did they give him powers based on Galarian power sets? Like they're like, oh, well, we learned how she did it. Like that's never answered. Or are there just some humans who do have powers and then she didn't really create Galerians, did she? She just found a way to make humans who yeah. hey, you know, can more I copy reliably your have powers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, in, in her defense, in Dorothy's defense, I'm going to defend the a vicious okay. evil supercomputer here. Yeah. Um, you know, she copied the homework and made it better. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, arguably. I yeah. Arguably. I, yeah. I don't know. It's a. <laughs> um, Anyway, yeah, I, I don't feel like that ever gets answered anywhere at any point yeah. at any okay. time. Birdman well, regar- gets killed. Yeah, regardless, <laughs> yes. They, uh, Birdman and Rion enter uh, a battle together. 
They throw uh, each other through so many walls. They fuck up this mansion so much. This mansion gets destroyed. He uh, poses in the air at one point. Birdman does to just yeah. unleash a, a psychic wave against against Rion. Uh, it's very this, Dragon Ball Z. I, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I feel like this whole uh, overarching thing theme-wise is, is, is so like goth and emo in a lot of ways, but like taking on theology, taking on drug use, tra- uh, the rock and roll and rebellion against society. I, I was kind of seeing the T-pose in the air as like, uh, a, like a believes Christ he's metaphor. Jesus or uh-huh. something. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's it, it's worth... I think if you were going to do a Jesus figure, you would make it Rion, though. Like, if you were going to probably well, do a not comparison. Well, not if you're or, portraying or religion as, as puritanical and the evil... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, the villains. The villain is God in this case, or something who thinks they are God. Um, right, right. So yeah, it's it's hard to say, uh, but yeah, he does T pose. Whether it's a, like bad animation, I mean, it's all bad animation, but um, yeah. <laughs> whether it's intentional or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they they fight and they do the Dragon Ball Z, uh, uh, the Dragon Ball Z thing of. Uh, you know, oh, all I'm of so my powerful. power versus all of your power. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, oh, I, I, you don't have enough power to defeat me. Oh, I just have a little <laughs> bit more that I'm gonna mm-hmm. throw at you. Oh, you overcame my abilities. Yeah. I, I, I won through my superior yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. Rion discovers that he has to find Lelia, and so he goes on to the next location, which is the Babylon Hotel. Yeah. Uh he enters the Babylon Hotel. Um he is being followed by more Galarians. We have uh Birdman's brother that we talked about before, Reinhardt, and this new woman, uh Rita, and then some more Mr. X goons. More goons. Uh, yeah. Um but first <laughs> we need to talk about this drug dealer. <laughs> In oh, yeah. this in this in this hotel somewhere. I don't even remember the it the hotel the might as well the be, hotel is confusing. Yeah, it's fuzzy. Yes. It might as well be non Euclidean because I don't know how he gets yes. to certain locations. Um but he stumbles upon this this room that this guy is in. He's got like a he's got like a leopard print vest on, no undershirt, looking really fly, and he's mm-hmm. like he goes, You're only a kid, but I could tell you're addicted to drugs. Yeah, like right out the gate. He's like, <laughs> I know what like, I'm looking how at. How did you know? <laughs> and not only that, he understands powers. Like, he must yeah. have dealt with enough Galerians because he's like, this drug makes your powers twice as strong. Exactly. But it'll kill you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this like, is also ripped straight from the game. This is a dude that just, like, sells you ammo and basically uh throughout yeah. this particular level it, it certainly felt like it was straight <laughs> yeah. from the game because yeah. <laughs> yes he he has no place in this movie if it's not to be an, a thing from the game like like, right. like, a, like a store keep npc for yeah. sure um he he rion asks for red nalcon which are again two drugs straight from the game uh and then the guy's like here this is skip yeah. it's gonna Make you die. <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, it, it I will I was, kill you. <laughs> yeah. He said, I was going to take them myself, but I heard they kill you. You can have them. <laughs> like, well, just, well, he's like, I, I heard that's like, this one's going to like, that the euphoria is so great, but then it kills you. I was going to try it myself, but I'll just yeah. give it to you. Like, he right. doesn't even say it's like because it was going to 
kill him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. This man was just he was, casually he was planning his own suicide die. later. And yeah. you came along and he's like, you seem like a good kid. Never an exchange of goods, yeah. like of money for goods. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets the drugs from the drug man. Um, he then fights Reinhardt, who seems like he's going to be super formidable, but mm-hmm. no one can withstand the heat of Rion's fire. Yeah. Right. Well, he, so. does he take the skip? He, I think, he, or the red, because uh, the red I don't is know. the fire does, drug, so I guess it's the red. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. It does show him taking one of the drugs, one of the three drugs he got. Um, sets Reinhardt on fire. Reinhardt, they get transported to the Animus. Yes. Um, this they go white into void. This, this white space, yeah. Where Reinhardt explains that uh, mother makes him do these things. Uh, please don't tell mom. Thanks. And then passes away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got a monster in him. Is what yeah, he, he, says. he basically sets up as a more sympathetic character because he's like, look, I've lived my whole life being forced to be, you know, this monster for for mother because she right. puts the drugs in me that or, you know, through her goons, the the same robot from the first from the game movie. They they put the drugs in me that make the monster come out. I don't want to do this. Right. Um, I didn't want to kill it, your parents. They but, they made me. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm gonna die now. But this is where the the clock kind of motif comes back in because he talks about he he has administered the drugs at three o'clock and he has a and flashback. It's almost three now. Yeah. It's not three yet. But I don't understand it. Like, no. What are we trying to learn from that? I it know. doesn't feel relevant. It just feels like re- repetition. Clocks. It feels very anime. Yeah. Clocks uh, aren't clocks cool. Look at clocks. Listen yeah. to the album Clocks by Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah, uh, it's a good album. Great, uh, great. <laughs> so uh, then he gets a psychic message from Leah that says, "Go to the basement," and he goes I'm to in the basement. basement. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does that. He goes to the basement. He finds Lilia, and then Rita shows up. And Rita's like, "How dare you kill my brother Reinhardt? He was the kindest of us all." Um, yeah. She spends a good few minutes before she shows up, like cradling Reinhardt's body and like right. clearly, truly sad about it, and then very angry. Right. Um, and then you know, so you expect her to be like, "Oh, this is the third and most powerful one," and and I guess she is. Yeah, you know, so far, kind of. I mean, she's yeah. pretty good at stacking furniture. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she does a lot of furniture manipulation. That's her power. Is, is command over furniture? Yeah, um, specific. <laughs> Sucking Magneto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, she what? Uh, at some point during this fight, I guess, like realizes she is going to lose, maybe, and is like takes the skip from Rion. And no, she had her own, and hers was she had her own. Okay. So we've seen red, blue, yellow, and now green. Uh, the she she gets through some attack that he does. A bunch of debris falls down, yeah. and one spears her in the like rib or something. Sure. Um. So she's like, "Oh, I'm losing. This is bad. You're pretty good at this. Uh, mother gave me this special drug that's only for me." And uh, he's like aware somehow. Rian is like, "Oh, that's gonna kill you. Don't do that." Yeah. And she says. She says, I have to. Mother mother said so. She sticks it in her, and then she starts to immediately go into the overcharge short circuit mode. Right. Um, 
and tries to like grab on to Rion to uh, presumably destroy him in the process. Yeah. Why doesn't he die? <laughs> I, he's I cannot character. figure out. Yeah, yes. he's a Because yeah, then the movie <laughs> would be over. Yeah, uh, because he screams harder than her uh, whenever it's time to die and and prevents yeah. all dying from happening. Uh, <laughs> there is so much camera jiggling, or or I guess not. It's not camera jiggling. It is model jiggling. Like they just yeah. took the the whole rig and just go like vibrate it in place. We moved it back and forth in Maya or whatever. Um, it, it is funny how you can tell because like the background isn't shaking. Yeah, yeah. like it it's, makes but, it look but it's real not supposed cheap. to be. Yes, it looks yeah. so cheap, but it yeah. isn't supposed to be like the world is shaking. It's supposed to be the character is just so overcome right. with power that they're like they vibrating are, in the air. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's got that ghosting that you see when like something in a game or a three D render moves too quickly and right. like it just like can't. Yeah, that extremely cheap CGI. We need motion blur in here to, to show motion is happening. Yeah, uh, they go to the Animus again in the middle of this uh, attack where she is short circuiting and like she reveals to him that she wants to die, which feels like it should be more dramatic than it is. I kind of uh, get the sense that it it's almost like they all wanted to, right? Like like Birdman was happy to die. Yeah. Um. The uh, the other one was scared, but he you know it was it was a release for him. And now she's like, uh, he 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 makes some mention. Of it. He says these words. I can't remember you know exactly how he says them, but he comments on how each of them died, sort of in a in a different emotional state. But they all seem kind of like none of them wanted to be what they were, right? Right. None of them uh, died happy with the lives that they led, but more happy to be out of it. Right. Uh, man. Uh. Oh, we also. I guess should we talk about <laughs> really, the, the really inherent- makes you think. Uh, there's like an inherent horniness to the scene. Or, yeah, or just I didn't like, know if we did want to talk. About it. I mean, it's I, weird I, because I think all of these characters are underage, which makes it even uh, yeah, it's weirder super creepy. to me. It's uh, yeah, and she's also like the only only character in this game that is just like I don't know, dressed the way that she is scantily. Uh, scantily, there you go. Um, and yeah, it's just odd the way they're like hugging each other, and she's like doing it to try and kill him. But yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it it feels a- in in a word orgasmic. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, yeah. And that's that's all I think we need to say. Sure, it's it's just awkward as hell though. In the end, yeah. Uh, yes. Anyway, she dies. Um, Rian, like I don't know, somehow like gets her spinning, like grinding against this crater in the ground. Uh, which looked really silly, just given the cheap, the the, the overall cheapness. Oh, when she like, yeah, goes yeah, like full when, meltdown. He's, yeah, he's like killing her by rotating her a bunch, um, yeah. like a ceiling fan against the the, the gravel. Um, it's, <laughs> I, I and and we haven't said enough about this movie being as cheaply made as as it is. It looks I terrible. Think. It looks yeah. awful. I'm surprised. <laughs> I mean, it really feels like comparing apples to oranges, but I'm I I had what, to remind what myself. What are some contemporary CG? Like, because this is a fully I, we should have said that fully CG film. We right. said PS one graphics, rendered graphics. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, but it's PS one pre rendered cutscenes, like a slight notch above that. But it's uh, like this came out after Spirits Within. Okay, yeah. that's what I was gonna ask. Like, what are its contemporaries? Yeah, but they don't 
Yeah, but this place I don't think had that kind of budget. I think sure, they had like, it. certainly that's, not. That's why I was saying yeah. it's it's apples to oranges because this is definitely like oh we gave it to the in-game cinematics team to like yeah. animate a whole movie as opposed to like we have and to that point like these would be some of the best in-game cinematics like some of them like for for certain scenes in this especially the the big climactic finale i would say like so it looks top notch for a video game of the time this, sure this is indeed the the same team made this movie as the as they made the uh, the ps1 cutscenes for galarians so yeah they, they literally just like handed them you know we're making a movie out of it it's it's your guys's job yeah hey would you like us to set the bar too high <laughs> <laughs> here you go oh man so yeah it's rough it's it's hard to get through at times uh they're they're very i don't know smooth models and and like mm-hmm. poor texture work and particles I mean, that feel terrible animations like feet yeah <laughs> one of the first shots we get is like a bunch of soldiers marching down a hallway and it looks like their feet are contacting nothing there's yeah. no sound <laughs> to go with it that's it also feels unfinished in that way because they i assume it's because the sound work was so focused on the music that they just didn't bother with a lot of like fully you know sound effect so there's just no sound and feet kind of dancing above the air in this yeah. weird rigid yeah, <laughs> yeah like totally unnatural pattern and then when they get to the door they're all holding their guns and then they lower them one after the other but they all use the same canned animation so one yeah. guy lowers yeah. it the same way and then the next guy does and then the third guy does and it's like okay it's, uh, it's, it's what we it's have. not a well-made movie at all um just to mention this is where the anti-drug message comes in it's like after he kills Rita <laughs> and, and and he has to be like, man, computers forcing kids to use drugs against their will. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it is so like it, you could almost imagine a different voice actor chimes in at this point <laughs> and just says it like, yeah. or it just says paid for by the drug enforcement agency. Yeah. <laughs> But so, Real heroes don't do drugs. <laughs> Rion and Lelia have, have been reunited. They now realize what they have to do. They have to put an end to Dorothy and her, her evil ways. They don't even say what she's doing. They don't even say, like, yes, she has a god complex and she built these. Yeah. Like, that, she created these these artificial humans. But to what end? Like, is the fact that she's making a psychic human army not enough, Dylan? Is I that guess. Not, and, I mean, and they all seem to them suck. Out. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they, they, could, they could have raised the stakes here, I think, certainly. But she has made this psychic army, sent multiple assassins to kill this guy who broke out of a facility that she was controlling where she was doing experiments on people. So, right. like you you kind of assume like she's i mean th- there's enough reason personally for rion to want to take her out sure yeah i yeah. just that, it, the, the movie makes a lot of assumptions and being like bad guy's bad you don't need to know anything more yeah than it's like yeah, okay, yeah okay i guess they they get to her her base which is a big floating mushroom tower um it's literally called the mushroom tower right yeah. uh it's it's very uh, the H-I- mushroom H-R- kingdom giger-esque inside um just in case you needed any more hints that this woman was a bad bad guy <laughs> yeah. uh, this this ai uh and he meets kane 
which is an allegory poly- to the to the Bible story of of Cain and Rion. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes, everyone's favorite biblical characters. Wait, did yeah. he say Cain? I thought he said Kine. Kine. It is Kine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is spelled C A I N, so it's pronounced the Japanese way, but it is spelled like Cain. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Checks out. So they fight. In case you're expecting something different to happen. Uh, well, it's important to note that like Kane looks exactly like Rion and is yeah. like, we're twins. Uh, He's like, yeah, I'm your older brother. You are not Rion. You are just like all the people you killed to get here. You were born in a clone, lab. Made to be a, a psychic soldier, a Galarian. Yeah. The real Rion died and you were created from his genetic, genetic material to specifically trick lilia into coming here so you know because oh. i didn't pick that up what i mean, they that said up? it okay they said it out loud <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> well i mean i i was dissociating at this point yeah. in the movie so I, it, they were trying fair. to hunt down lilia and they knew they couldn't get her and she of course would have no reason to go there without her second piece of the puzzle right the one who can activate the the virus so in order to get her there they needed the activator to go got and it. be got there it. Uh, he says some shit about like you know you know mother knows best and I wish it was my mission but uh, here we are uh, and Which then they is, have to is... kill each other for reasons. <laughs> Sorry, I'm it, coughing so much. It certainly does lend weight to his um uh his his whole claim that Rian is is a sleeper agent that he's like and now I have to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I, I well, don't know. Uh, like, if he if he was secretly on our side, then wouldn't he not? But I don't know. Um, I guess it's the, the brainwashing. He was made. Yeah, he was made with all the false memories of the real Rion, so that okay, he sure. would complete the mission. Right? Like he had to bring right. her there. The assumption was that he would bring her there and then die, and that you know, yeah. of course, does not happen because right. he's an anime protagonist. So he's literally made to to kill Rion, but can't um or in short doesn't uh they have another anime fight where they scream at each other dragon ball z style and then it's really interesting how this one plays out just because it seems like kane for sure kind whatever sure has the upper hand yeah um, is like pummeling rion to the ground got him stranglehold and then well classic asian cinema right like you're going to have the like the hero at his lowest moment in this final conflict, and then he is going to get a surge of power from somewhere and rise up and kick the bad guy's ass. And like that is that is like it's a trope that is tr- tried and tested over generations. It's what you expect. So he's like he's there in that moment, and we're I think all three of us are waiting for that to happen. Yeah. Waiting for the like the the reversal and the beatdown, right? Like a very like dramatic shift. Thousand, yeah, the, the the thousand fist punch or whatever that is going to change this. The drugs, fight. yeah, the drugs <laughs> that will change it. Instead, he just screams and his brother pops in one felt like just it's like uh, in a half a happened, second. <laughs> yeah, it happens so fast that you don't even understand what you just saw for a moment. Yeah, You're like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. And then it cuts to it's... black like at the same time. So you and then don't they're in even the final get... boss room. Yeah. It's just you don't 
<laughs> it's it was so like devastatingly quick, and I I almost feel like like I expected the like because every fight has a song that goes with it. It was like the song's gonna go on longer and everything. It didn't feel like the end of the song. It was just bam, it's over, done. Yeah, move on, fight over, next scene. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so they meet Dorothy, who is a large again HR Giger monster, um, mm-hmm. some sort of flesh rust colored titty monster strapped to a wall <laughs> uh or like i don't know she's a, a big eyeball. torso yeah I, yeah well comes yeah out of her a, mouth and she she's like a giant kinda, torso of a woman yes with uh with well, like tendril hair yeah. yeah yeah and an eyeball in her mouth uh and uh just Pretty pretty good design, horrifying. Um, sure, big yeah. big big like super uh, goth. very robotic clawed hands. Yeah, um, and uh, she she explains that she fucked up. She's like, "Hey, I shouldn't have made you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. this I made a mistake. mistake putting all those memories in your head that made you want to be a hero." <laughs> like, and yeah. also the 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 code to execute the code that kills me. I don't know why right. I had to put that I, in there. I could yeah. have selectively <laughs> removed any piece of this. <laughs> like her, her big supervillain speech is just great. It's, it's like, I, I have, I have made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I have to kill you. <laughs> if only more villains were so honest. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they, uh, she throws some giant metal hands at him while Lilia is is working at the terminal with uh, Rion. They're like telepathically linking to get the code to like funnel through the computer mm-hmm. to shut her down. And while uh, Dorothy is throwing giant metal robot hands at her, they keep just like shattering upon impact with whatever force field is being projected around them. I which I guess is a power that Rion has. Uh, yeah, he yeah. uses it like at the beginning of the movie and then never again for whatever reason. Until now. Yeah, until now. Yeah. Um, Chekhov's force field. Actually, though, I think with the force field, he every time he takes a big hit throughout the movie, you see him like shine blue, and I feel like that's him absorbing impact of like getting thrown through walls and stuff. And that's, that's fair. what you see here is this kind of blue white glow at the. So I, I think he's using it the whole during, time. Like, the the Birdman fight, they kept like glowing blue, but then occasionally red, and I was like, oh, is this like Dune rules? Is, is red yeah. mean you got like yeah. it actually? Like it's <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it but... just means your health slow. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, the truest video game movie right here. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, man, I, I, I don't know what else happens. They just they upload the virus and she dies. She, and yeah, then... she like starts collapsing. Like for some reason, the virus has a physical impact on yeah, her. She disintegrates. He like supercharges again mm-hmm. to like withstand the force of her hits coming at them while uh lilia is, is uploading the virus and yeah. finally finally the the energy and effort it took to combat this gigantic force is what does rion in and so he after she finally disintegrates he kind of like gets blasted into the air and then the screen goes white and it's like oh time for his death scene i guess in the Mm -hmm. animus and then he kind of floats backwards and gets caught by lilia who's like standing on a platform and he she's she's like you're not a clone you're not a copy of the only rion i know that proves it (laughs) we had a shadow of a doubt (laughs) well i think it's it's more of an existential thing right like she's telling him what he needs to hear because he mattered to her right and and it's not necessarily that 
he isn't a clone, but that he is real. Right. Yeah. And, and, and he's all like, to my knowledge, I've been alive for like a day and a half and it's been nothing but fighting. The shit sucks. I want to <laughs> yeah, die. Life is, life is pretty <laughs> terrible, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which really wraps this whole PSA up with a nice bow, right? Like drugs right. make yeah. you depressed. They make you yeah. wish you weren't alive. They give you, you rad take them. psychic powers. <laughs> yeah. But then no you one wants die. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, um, it's a, it's a real tough heart wrenching ending, you know, yeah. we just got so emotionally attached to Rion throughout uh-huh. this whole thing. It's real tearjerker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that final fight with Dorothy no, it's a has game. so much, yeah, ha- has so much like, fuck you, mom. I do what I want energy. Like, yeah, yeah it yeah. is so like, you're not the boss of me just because you're my mom, which is epitomized by the music that they choose and yes. like all yeah. the stylings of this yes. like this is the era of fuck you mom i want to do yes. what i want yeah yeah i won't it's do like what you when tell your me. mom tells you to like yeah you, you need to take out the garbage and you just crank up the stereo and play more fucking tool or whatever <laughs> <laughs> do drugs in your living room like that's yeah. what makes me feel like this is this was mostly pro drugs, like the counterculture goth yes. movement of of you know, like, well, I'm smoking weed and listening to Metallica, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I I truly think that anti drug line was something a USA like producer was like, you can't, you have to put yeah. some message out there just to protect us, right? Uh, yeah, We're from get the angry the, moms. The, what the yeah. hell was the administration at the time? Was it Bush? Clinton? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, Bush, get them on our Bush. ass, like yeah. Bush in yeah. Um, what a film! I yeah, I, re- I regret every film. <laughs> I regret every minute of it. I uh, yeah. I'm in a weird place with this one. There is because I no, know fuck you, shitty, fuck you, Nick. Shitty, no, you're not. <laughs> shitty tween me would have loved this movie. Oh and my would have god, loved the soundtrack. Would have would have had a ball with this. I I did hate watching it. <laughs> now, like having yes. only ever seen it today, and and like being an adult, and you know, sort of hating that part of me as well. I think uh, that the, was shitty between me. Yeah, I, I think it's the same deal as like the the CGI Monster Hunter movie was for me. Of just like you know, this is this is like the B the Bionicle movies. I was so fucking into Bionicle yeah. at the time that I had no idea that these movies were such crap. Like, yes. you know, like bad CGI, bad writing, everything. I was just in it. I, it was yeah. biotical. I fucking loved it. And like this, this is that same level of, you know, if I grew up at a time where I had like played Galarians and I was a shitty goth teenager, like when this aired on MTV one night, I probably would have been like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if you've been a kid, so it more thing. like, hell yeah. Well, I yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I loved like weed, anim- being eight years old. <laughs> like <laughs> the animation stuff that MTV used to do, like Liquid Television and and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Like I grew up on that shit. And any time, because in a in a both pre-internet and early internet world, this was obviously early internet, like you know, public popularity of internet. Uh, like getting access to that stuff was so rare, and that's what would have made this so exciting too. Is turning on MTV not expecting to see this and getting like totally wrapped up in this crazy animation. Yeah. Uh, 
whereas now every you know all media is accessible all the time and i'm like god i'm wasting my life watching this terrible <laughs> thing <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not special anymore i didn't no. know i don't have to go and seek it out it's at the tip of my fingers yeah uh man god that that hits right at the core of this whole podcast doesn't it the problem <laughs> yes. here oh, is, i think is, I, yes I, yes i think Nick, none of this I, speeds anything <laughs> <laughs> i think witnessing nick's slow existential spiral as we continue to do this podcast is the uh the meta narrative yeah <laughs> honestly like and, and and like after you know the first couple episodes i was in it for just like the novelty and and after the last episode i feel like i'm starting to get it like the <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like nail on the head of 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 like you know there's i my entire life i'm just trying to make as fulfilling as possible and this is the antithesis of that yes yes <laughs> yeah you only have so much time on earth and you chose to spend it watching galerians <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i also chose to spend time playing galerians playing the game uh, yeah that i enjoyed worse. a whole lot more <laughs> just because yeah. i was like yeah let's seek this out this is my kind of bullshit <laughs> well that's such a weird thing with interactive media too is that like it can be so much worse but because you you are part of it it's okay right like yeah. even like i love my you know my my primary hobby is dungeons and dragons i love it but most dungeons and dragons stories are absolute dog shit <laughs> and it's just because we're making it together at a table we're all interacting and everything like it can be bad and still be a great time yeah um yeah. but when you watch a movie it's so passive and i think that's why like the podcast helps enjoy these you know yeah. make me enjoy these as well i would never watch this movie without this podcast oh man you're I, welcome I, slash i'm sorry yeah yeah <laughs> And, and afterwards, I will I will share my Twitter thread uh, that I was briefly doing during my playthrough of just oh, a wow. couple of fun clips from the game. Uh, it, there's one in particular I that I sent that. to Dylan before all this that just like encapsulated my feelings on the whole game of just like this is this is why I love the game. <laughs> well, I, I do want to see that. I think it. I think it is in a similar position as something like The Quiet Man, right? Or Balan yes. Wonderworld, both being square oh, games, absolutely. ironically. But like like you're saying, Nick, like something being horrible that you can interact with, you can mm -hmm. kind of laugh and, you know, just take some revelry in its terribleness. And also like games being built the way they are, you don't always have to finish them, right? Like if right. it's a bad game, you can be like, oh, I'm going to play this for a little while. <laughs> that, ah, that, that sort of implies that you have to finish movies. You don't unless you're trapped you in a podcast. You don't have to, but, like <laughs> a, but a movie is so much smaller in its scope. You mm -hmm. know, there is a set length yes. to it and that it makes it much more consumable. So you're like, well, I might as well see this to the end. Uh, whereas yeah. a game, it's like, well, I'm not going to spend... 10 more hours on this dog shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I, I do want to just, just for fun. Uh, <laughs> there is one IMDB review of this movie. Oh my God. Um, and I think it's worth <laughs> just highlighting that person's experience because they seem to enjoy it. Uh, top review. The only review. I liked it. I saw this on MTV too. A few years ago. I love the soundtrack and the story. It took me a while to find the DVD dot 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 comma <laughs> okay i knew where to buy it but i was too cheap to pay the full price for it love that smarminess and like i was just <laughs> you guys know me i'm so <laughs> clever me it, random it, imdb yeah. user 25 <laughs> <laughs> 
It was good enough for me to remember and buy a few years later when the movie place in the mall went under. My wife recently destroyed my copy due to an unfortunate <laughs> buffalo wing incident. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then he says the worst words to follow that. I'll spare you the details, but it was well worth it. No, you don't fucking spare me the details on this. I want to know the Buffalo Wing incident. You can't yada, yada, yada the Buffalo Wing incident. You guys know how it goes when you have a bad Buffalo Wings incident and your wife takes it out on your physical property. You know how it is, right? Like, that's always the way. That's such a relatable thing. Who is this man? (laughs) Yeah, repurchase it on Amazon and we'll put it back in my collection. I'm going to skip through a little bit. Uh, there, there's no need for me to rehash. I enjoy the movie and consider it an important part of my collection. Cheap enough to give a try. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, it's an important part of my collection and you know, cheap enough that you should try it. Like it, those two things almost feel like they should never be in the same review. I mean, sure. uh, we watched it for free, so that checks yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. That was deep six two, November 7th, 2007. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for oh, that, I'm I guess. totally wrong. There are two other reviews out here. Okay, so. well, we're not reading <laughs> those. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, I, no, I no, feel no, like no. the Buffalo Wing incident that, will forever haunt me. That's the one I me. wanted to share. I don't need any more. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Nick, are you ready? Welcome back, by the way. We didn't even say that hey. at the top of the episode. You're yeah. back. You've shaken COVID off. Yeah. How are you feeling? I, I touched death and came back. No, I'm good. I'm fine. Uh, I, I couldn't stop myself from coughing a few times on this one, so hopefully you've edited those out. But uh, things are good, and I'm, I'm glad to be back. Awesome. What What are we watching next, Dylan? Oh, boy. I know you've been waiting for this for a long, long time, Nick. A long, long, long time. But we're finally going to do it. We're finally going to crack in to the most sacred of vaults in video game moviedom we're gonna watch our first uve bowl movie <gasps> oh this is this is cracking open a new era really for the yeah. podcast right yes. like because once we start one there's half a dozen or more left to go after that i don't Ooh know boy yeah um well the first one in in this esteemed lineage is house of the dead i got nothing except oof Ufe Bowl. <laughs> we'll see you next time.